If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Do you know what I feel like doing? Experimenting in animals, you sick bastard. I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things that are guarded. And I'm not talking about me gaslighting people. And I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? I'm here in the galaxies. While he being guarding people, I'm going to be in the galaxy far, far away. I ain't talking about Star Wars. What up, guys? Aim on the mic. How's everyone doing? Bars! You can't, like, not bring up Star Wars and diss it like Mm -hmm. that. You can't. You can't. That's my sacred thing. But what is also sacred is everybody and anybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. So, we are here to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. I think this is the time in which everyone tries to pretend they have a good taste in music by ripping the Guardian soundtrack. You can't tell me you've seen on your timeline people posting, like, No Sleep Till Brooklyn, Come Get Your Love. Like, I... This is one of the topics we're going to be talking about on the Get Comfy podcast, like people who um, like songs we hate. I just hate the fact that everyone coming out of this movie is going to be blasting those songs and act like they've been on the train. A hundred percent. It's going to be the millennials as well. No, sorry, Gen Z, Gen Z. Yeah, they, they came after us. Yeah, they came after us. They, they are going to be blasting this. I'm like, well, when did this, this is a brand new song. This slaps like. Look out of here. It's been yeah. here. It's, it's been here. Unlike you, who have been here for a speck of second. Of course. So, I don't... Primarily because I have the, the memory of a uh, newborn child. We will not be, like, start to finishing this movie. I want to just touch on some points. Um, I think the bigger thing... Oh, actually... The, you've been on TikTok, and you did you see like the rumors heading into this movie that like you will cry during this movie? I didn't see. I didn't see that. I kind of stuck away. This, this was actually one of the few ones I was like, I'm not gonna look up like the rumors or whatever. Yeah. Um. Not because I like. I was like. It was just because I didn't care. I was like, it's a Marvel movie, and um. 
why not? So like, I didn't really care. But I, the, the one thing I didn't know, know, and it was solely because I saw the trailer. It was they're hinting that Rocket was gonna die. Yeah. And I and then I was like, it's a Marvel movie. They're not gonna kill it off. They want they they're gonna pull out your strings, which they did. They're oh, gonna yeah. reach in first, take your wallet, and then take your heart and crush it up and smoke it. But I think. They um with that aspect, I wasn't crying. I was shocked more than last year when I was watching this movie. But no, I I wasn't. I didn't watch the TikToks stuff that I was gonna cry, stuff like that. I did cry though. I rewatched this, the the ranch and I cried near the end when um Ashton Kutcher's character gives um Sam, um, Sam Elliott the ranch back. Tell me you didn't cry in that when um when that was a sad moment. That was a genuine moment, but I'm, I was more or less talking about like people were saying, Oh, like you're going to cry. And there was like a warning or like PETA was saying, like issuing a warning to people that before you go into this movie, you might be triggered by um, the scenes with featuring rocket and like the first part of the movie, primarily because they were doing experiments on animals and which is a big no, no, which is a big no, no. And like, no, no, me as a dog owner, like I, I was walking into this movie. I'm like, ain't no Marvel movie gonna make me cry. I, I don't even cry at Star Wars, and that's my favorite franchise. I was close because, like, it, it call me crazy, but like, You're crazy, I'm crazy, but like, th- there were some scenes, like dark scenes with like the, um, the Batch eighty nine, I think they were, and whenever the High Evolutionary shot, um, what's her face. Um, Lila. Lila. And then Teefs is like, oh, like, we'll just stay in oh. the cage. We'll just stay. He shoots him in the cage. I was like, no, oh, they, my they were, no, gosh. No, they, 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 their bodies were out of the cage when they got shot. Okay. Well, but, I, I um, thought he know, was in the cage, but no, I know Floor. Floor, floor was floor? out and Teefs. That was, was, oh floor was adorable. Floor was so cute. I'm gonna call myself Floor because I'm laying on the phone. I'm like, oh, that's adorable. So my, my, um, theory was going into this movie was that rocket granted something happens either something happens to rocket or the high originally kidnaps rocket right and that's how they have to go and they go back to counter earth and they have to rescue rocket and i thought in my mind i'm like we're seeing these you know lila and all that i thought we we're gonna see them in present day I thought so they were going to be bad guys. I thought no, they were going to be the bad guys. No, I, I didn't think they were bad guys. I thought that Rocket was going to sing them like, you guys have to go. You guys have been here longer than me. Wait before, me, I left you before. Let's go. Come on. And when they got shot, when Lila got shot, I was like, no. Because I was so ready for Because it was all flashbacks. Yeah. So to see it. So my mind is like, I'm going to see them in the present day. That shot that happened, I'm like, God damn it. That that got me. I didn't cry. But that was that was really sad to see. And then Floors, I was like, no, Floors really on the floor now. Oh no, I'm so horrible. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> and in that scene, she was like repeating, I forgot the phrase she was repeating. She's like, uh, let's go or something like that over and over and over and over again and then he just caps her i'm like oh my god i was like i felt so like deep in my system as a dog owner i'm like oh my gosh like these uh, these are cute animals like a walrus is whatever yeah like the walrus's eyes with his eyes were like pulled up like so it was gonna be hard to blink also Thank God I'm on Adderall right now because I remember something. The I, yeah. the high evolutionary shot 
um, Lila, the two guards were sh- they were planning to shoot um, Rocket, but they uh, they missed and ended up shooting them. So it wasn't the high evolutionary, even though he said kill them. Yeah. But Rocket, uh, baby Rocket was so cute. He's like Rocket. He's like, and when he was looking outside Counter Earth, first I was like, oh, the High Revolutionary isn't that bad. He's playing with Rocket. He's like teaching him. And then he turns out he's just a jag. I, I kind of figured he would do that because he, he seemed like the guy that like his whole thing was perfection. He wanted the perfect place to exist and everything. That's why he was doing these experiments. With today's climate, with the you know the Nazis and everything like that, we're the most dominant race and all that. It was kind of I was trying not to laugh. With that, he's like, I need the perfect race, the perfect. Now I want to, while we're talking about the high evolutionary, people were saying he wasn't a credible threat, like villain, or even not threat, like a villain. And no, I, I I was saying this dude's evil. Like out of like every recent Marvel like villain besides like thanos this dude was just straight evil he didn't care in my opinion i thought he was better than um king from the ant-man movie yeah i I would say so from that movie granted that's like the only movie we have of king so far it was Um, one variant of king King, don't forget don't forget by comparing those two because king is supposed to be the big bad of the um mcu going to the face I like he wasn't a threat, but this guy felt like a threat. It it was bad. Um, Pepita called this movie ten out of ten. They say it was the perfect animal rights movie, which I could see where they're going in. Oh, I wouldn't. Sure. I wouldn't call this movie a ten out of ten though. Better than Ant Man and the Wasp and Quantumanium. But I, I would say like an eight. My my hierarchy for uh, let let me give you the hierarchy and then you give me yours. I go Guardians one. Guardians three, Guardians two, boom, 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 boom. Um, Guardians. Well, what about the um, Christmas special? You gotta put that. I one didn't in. watch that. I didn't watch. Oh, I didn't that watch wow, I was ready to say I didn't watch that either. I was ready for you to give me shit for it. But we um, could do it to each other. We, uh, we both didn't that. watch it. Hey, look at that, Bugaboo. Yeah. Um, Guardians three. Really, the, Guardians the one. Best? Out of those three trilogies. Yeah, yeah, I will, I will rate that Guardians wow. One and Guardians Two solely based on the fact that we find out that Peter wasn't the main character in the old three franchise. It's Rocket, and when I yeah. when when Lila said that you're the main character, I was like, wait a minute, it makes more sense now for Guardians One and Guardians Two to go up there. I'm like, this is his story. It wasn't about Peter's. And finding is that it was always about Rocket. Because Rocket, if you remember, Groot and Nebula and Drax were all side characters. But Rocket was never, he never felt like a side character in Guardians 1 and Guardians 2. He felt like an equal to Peter. Yeah, that theme of like where he came from. I hear an ice cream truck. Wait a minute. I hear an ice cream truck outside. Wait a minute. Of course, of course. Mr. Ice Man! Wait! No, he's gone. Oh, you you fumbled the bag, my friend. Uh, but you the, can't make this stuff up. You can't. It was live in person. Um, but the the overall theme of like where Rocket came from as like who was he? 
that was always the underlying theme, the running joke in the MCU. And it was so funny whenever like Gamora in this movie was like calling him like um, a rabbit or like other things. Like literally everyone called him something other than a raccoon. No, and they, they called him. No, they called him a raccoon. He's like, I'm not a damn raccoon. Yeah, but I'm saying like in this movie, like oh, Gamora, the oh. Morlock was saying yeah. like, "Where'd you go, Rabbit?" or like stuff like that. <laughs> the, best, the best was Tony when he called him. Did that Bilderberg just talk? Yeah. Why? I'm still waiting for Bilderberg to make a rocket raccoon. They have to. They really do. Um, this movie, though, for me, rating it, you call you gave it an eight out of ten. Yeah. So six out, seven out of ten. I see that. I just. For what, like I said at the top of the pod, For a what Marvel movie making me like feel a type of way watching it, I feel like, and also too, we'll get into the gripes about the movie next. Um, it was a good end cap, I feel, to like what we knew as the Guardians of the Galaxy, like our oh, crew. You know, 100%, I can see that. I can see them making a TV show with Rocket being a leader and putting that into a spinoff on the show. And then you could put you could put Chris Pratt into Thor's movie if Thor gets greenlit for another one, or you know his best friend James um, James Gunn's president of DC. You could put him over in DC now with Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt said he's does he's not against him going to DC. But I want to say is that this movie was good. It was great. I had some laughs. I chuckled a little bit. Adam Warlock. I thought it was funny. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought I thought the actor was really good for for one moment. I thought he looked like the guy who was from the new Star Wars game. Um. Oh, Cameron Monaghan. Yeah, uh, I, I thought. I, yeah, so because I think it was because of the, the way his hair was, I was like, "Is that him?" And then I hear him talking like he doesn't have a British accent. He does in real life. He does. He does really. Wait, yeah. Um, the guy who plays uh, who does the Star Wars thing. Oh, no, 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 no that's no. what I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying oh, okay. doesn't have, so I'm like, that can't be him, even though he can't be, he can probably fake it, but that wasn't, I was like, that's not my boy, that's not my boy Ian from Shameless, this movie, though, do you think it's what the Marvel needed right now, after coming off with, uh, Ant-Man and Aquaman, while I was being, people saying, let's be honest, a flop, coming yeah. off with She-Hulk, Coming off Thor, Love and Thunder, Black Panther, Wakanda for people say what's a call the different league of his own. I was like, eh. But compared to like those last couple of movies and shows, did you think this is what the MCU needed right now? As of do you think they're back on track going forward, or do you think they're still in that rut? So I walked out of that movie and I said to my friends, I'm like, that was the most Marvel feeling movie. In a very long time. Would I you? agree. Black Panther Wakanda Forever is in a league of its own only for the fact the things it dealt with. Chadwick mm-hmm. Boseman. I feel like that you're not really. You like, can't compare that to the rest of the Marvel movies. That's you like, can't. Because like that was the that, like its main goal was to address Chadwick Boseman. It's a tribute here. movie. That's what it is. It's not yeah. a superhero movie. It's a tribute I, movie out of its dude, own. Yeah. You describing things perfectly. I know. Right. Thank you. What a thought. So do you, but so before you answer the question, do you, if this belongs in like is this the kick that the MCU unit? Do you put this up next to Spider Man? Um, what was the last one that came out? No far way home, home, right? Far from home. No way home. It was far from home, and um, Endgame and Infinity no, it was War. No way home. It was no way home. I, I was right. 
Right? There's so much titled home. That's what I want to know. <laughs> I was right. Don't question me. So do you? Because people say like No Way Home was one of the best uh, Marvel movies. They put that up to where Endgame is and Infinity War. Do you put Volume Three in that same category? And then you can answer the following question: That is this what the MCU needed? Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe bl all right so i feel like it builds the hierarchy yeah. yes this is what marvel needed uh, obviously like you stated flops like she hulk people would even argue moon knight i liked moon knight thor. uh thor obviously um again it's the most marvel feeling thing they've released in recent memory uh, aside from black panther that was a whole different thing uh but your second part was do you, uh, does it belong in the same category as Endgame, as um, No Way Home, as Infinity? Because those people say all the best Marvel movies out to date. I still think Guardians 1 is better than this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think this comes near Endgame or Infinity War, only for the fact the stakes were completely different. I would liken this movie, <laughs> like if Captain America um, Winter Soldier status... I feel like that was a good compliment mm-hmm. to the other Captain America films. Mm-hmm. So let's place that movie like what Thor Ragnarok did. Like this is like a Thor Ragnarok thing where it's like it's good. It's a good compliment. And I feel this is Eat Guardians. This is what the whole crew. This is what the whole story is about. With about, the Guardians. It's about Rocket at the end of the day. Um, two things. One, were you upset? Um about Adam Warlock, because people were like, oh, they th- made him a big threat to Adam Gongs too, and then he's just a child, which they addressed, and which I liked. I liked having him to be a, as a silly character, not as a serious one, because then you get into that trope of too many villains in they a movie. They gave context to it, too. Oh, they, 100%. Like, they could have easily just made him a dumb, like, muscly, like, remember what like Austin Drax, Theory's like gimmick? Yeah, or Drax. Or Drax. But they said, one, you took him out of the pod too early. The 
the yeah the cocoon his mom yeah you took him out of the cocoon too early so his mental state is not catching up to his body so that's why he's like catered Mm -hmm. to his mom as soon as they mentioned like his mother and like how he has that relationship i'm like the thing that's gonna get him to turn good is the mother's gonna die high evolutionary is gonna do something to kill her or something and boom, that's how he gets on the side of the Guardians. Well, also the fact that the High Evolutionary made the gold people. Yeah. Well, that, was, that was like a nice tie into the second one to um, make that in. Because going into it, I thought I was getting flashback to Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man 3, where it's Venom, it's Sandman. And then, oh, wait, there's the new Green Goblin out of nowhere for some reason. Bro Goblin. Was, yeah, Bro Goblin. I thought that was going to be the case for Adam Warlock because you're going to have the high evolutionary and all that. But I know they made it. Perf- shows how great James Gunn is as a director and writer. He made everything feel so connected. Speaking of James Gunn, MCU got his first F bomb. That that was that also wasn't in the script. That yeah, way, it didn't feel forced. Well, they said it was um, Chris Pratt improvised that, and James Gunn looked at the timestamp because you're going to drop one F bomb, and it had, you're going to drop it after the one hour mark. So they dropped it at one hour and ten minutes. And Chris Pratt, and they're like, leave it. It was improvised. Fuck it. Literally. The the only thing I wish going into Guardians, I wish they didn't tell the world there's an F-bomb in Guardians 3. Imagine going in the movie and you're like, oh, great Marvel movie. And then he drops the F-bomb. Like That would have been such a good moment. I I, I get that. It didn't change anything knowing. I I still laughed. I still laughed. It would have been a lot better. That's all I'm saying. I think it was more for the parents because their kids were going to go. And then they're like, oh, here comes a career. Here's Johnny. Well, also, too, like we're talking about like kids going like my little cousin who's in like sixth grade went to go see this movie. Uh, High Evolutionary got his face clawed off and they showed they showed the underneath. And I was like, damn, Uh, all the experiments like the pig, chicken dude whatever that was something i was very surprised as to what they showed in this movie but it added to the movie it added weight to everything so i i just really enjoyed how they handled everything in this movie so another thing was a parents were like oh this shouldn't be an f-bomb in the marvel movies that a lot of parents were actually upset about that part i don't know why you didn't see the trailer you were shocked that you saw it in theaters they and should then, hear what their kids say online when they oh, play 100 percent. it was like that was the only time i saw the tiktoks for guardian was after it because yeah. it was trending and they're like oh why are they dropping f-bombs in guardians movie i'm like what are you gonna expect when deadpool comes in they already yeah. said deadpool is gonna be a rated r movie yeah, that, yeah that's gonna like, be a, that's gonna like, be a- it's gonna be it's gonna be great it's gonna be great so i was like upset about that when moms or mostly moms they're like oh why is this in my marvel movie oh my kids marvel movie rah, 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 rah. Now, speaking of being upset, and I'm going to be an upset parent. I'm um, upset. I am upset. And um, I, the movie ended great, in my opinion. But I feel as if the movie would have been ten times better if someone died. Thank you. Thank you. I agree with you. Two things. One, I'm happy though the villain isn't dead. That high evolutionary, it's like one of the 
few villains that haven't died. I think it's the only villain in the MCU, not counting Loki. It's um, like that- the arrow thing. You didn't see the body. No, you see the body laying there, but like he could have easily poofed. Well, no, you heard um, Rocket. Where I'm a freaking Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't kill. So the body, he's still alive. He just ripped. They just took his skin off. So we could see him come back on it. Like I said, if the Guardians team with Rocket being the captain, being in the team, we sure you could bring him back to that. I like that. Stop killing off your villains. Get me wrong. This is the only villain that hasn't died. And um, unless you count Bucky, Captain America, Winter Soldier, but then he becomes a hero like Loki. He becomes a, like an anti-hero or hero. Every villain in the MCU has died. I feel like they kind of have to. No, like you can't. You bring them back and you make them even a bigger threat. And I feel like that would be cool. So that was my. So I'm glad you mentioned the fact that you said somebody showed like they teased somebody dying. Like you know, it, it, it was implied. Two people. Two what? people. Well, two people were. T- no, one man, was I'm, teased yeah. in the movie. And yeah, in the movie. Other. But I was talking about like in the trailer wise. Rocket. Yeah. Yeah. People he thought Rocket was gonna die. He can't die. He's a builder bear. People said Drax was gonna die. People thought that. Gamora was not Gamora. Nebula was gonna die. People thought that Drax was gonna. People thought like, the whole Guardians cast is everyone's dying. It's in the movie. Well, you dropped the line. You said this movie was the end of the Guardians as we knew it, and everyone was like, "All right, that's the kiss of death." At least one of the crew members, and that's how it's gonna go. Again, Rocket seemed to be the likely candidate during the movie. There was a thing with like um, the kill switch inside of him. They were like, oh, like they're, they're not going to find it in time or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, Star-Lord Peter Quill jumps out of the ship, like faces backwards, sprays, goes towards nowhere, but he gets caught in space and he, he balloons up. I thought he was dead. Oh, 100%. I like, also, I he was dead, but I also thought... In Guardians 2, they explained he's a celestial. So well, he's half a celestial. He's not full of celestial. But like, I thought he would have like the ability to be well, in space. He, he, well, you know, they also decided that he doesn't have access. He doesn't know how to go to use that full power because ego was going to take his power away. Also, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, why they didn't have his mask?" It broke in Guardians 2, and people jump, and boy, oh, they had it in Infinity War, but like, Infinity War is on canon. It's not canon to the Guardians, you know, besides Gamora, but we still have a Gamora, so it's non-canon. Infinity War didn't happen. Well, James Gunn did, like, address this, because people were, like, tweeting him, like, hey, yeah. like, why? And he said that, like, he was, he was pretty much drunk when he left Nowhere, so... He didn't really have time to like go in his drawer, get his helmet or mask. No, his or... helmet is completely. He doesn't have the. He said he didn't have a helmet. His well, helmet is completely. Well, he said that there was. He was in his drawer. Like he said oh, it on okay. Twitter. I know. I know, like, he, oh. I know. He said. He said like his weapons, like his boots. He left that. I yeah. just knew that. So like I was. I also love Adam Warlock doing the like the famous painting of the two figures pointing it back and sending in there. Yeah. But I really wish he would have died. Because they kind of wrapped that whole up like you're Rocket, you're the leader now. Blah, blah, blah. Like I would have been okay if Peter if Peter Quinn would have died. If they're not going to use him, and then, you know, if they're not going to put him in the Thor movie or whatever, he should have died in this movie. Yeah, and they said he's going to come back, which I assume that means Secret War or whatever. Oh yeah, you could do that. But it's, like, it's 
it's like, come on, Marvel, you need to throw some like curves at us, hey. some people, some stakes. Like, okay, it's not gonna be Rocket because everyone's expecting a Rocket. Make it another person, and have him die somewhere. How people thought, um, who's the guy who had the um arrow thingy? Um, Craglin. Craglin. People thought Craglin. I'm like Craglin. I'm like I wouldn't give a fuck if Craglin died. Yeah, that I, wouldn't I, have been. It yeah. would have been anything. Like, no. I mean, it would have. Like, I like him, but like, ew. no, it wouldn't have been. Like, compared to, like, I mean, compared to Peter Quinn, yeah, or Drax. Oh, 100%. Like, I thought Drax was gonna die when they were in that little information booth, and he was just getting shot left and right. I he was got like, shot. Ah. I was like, oh, I was like, that is a perfect, not like a perfect way to send him off because you think he'd go down in like a blaze of glory, but like, I thought personally, I'm like, all right. So the weight of Drax getting shot and them having to leave him there because they can't like wheel his body back to the ship. I'm like, that's that's a lot. That gives yeah. them pause. Also, I love how he like he's thinking he's weighing the um, receptionist, and at the end, he, uh, like, oh, I'm gonna tell him a speech. I'm gonna tell them we're not bad guys. And he's like, oh, I lied. I'm just hacking into your system. I mean, that was pretty funny too. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Going, let's wrap this up. Do we get a TV spinoff now with Rocket? Well, funny enough, I was perusing TikTok, and that's my source of all these things today. Um, they apparently in the holiday special, there was a scene where like they were de- decorating Groot as a Christmas tree, and like he like messed it up, and all the ornaments fell off. Hello, and then, I love Groot. And then Rocket said, "Oh, dang it! I guess we gotta have another special now." Yeah. So they were like, people are saying because that took place before Guardians 3, now we have three, now we have the new lineup of Guardians that the next holiday special will be featuring the new lineup of Guardians, which I makes sense yeah that's fine like don't make a movie just do specials that'd be be fine with that I'd be for it as well Uh, two things one you know Chris Pratt Peter Quinn is now in Earth at the end of the movie do we see him in Thor? Who knows? I was going to say something. I lost my train of thought. God damn it. Oh, Cosmo. Well, that wasn't my train of thought. How do you feel about Cosmo? I'm for it. Yeah? I'm for I, it. I, 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 I always thought it was you and Ollie when uh, Scraggy was like, bad dog. He's like, take that back. I am not a bad dog. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was a nice comedic take with those two. Cosmo was like an Easter egg in the first Guardians, and now to yeah. have that as like a fully fledged character. Well, also Howard cool. the Duck as well. Easter, yeah. now he's there. But I, I was cracking up, like because every time they go back to him, she's still on it. Like, take it back. And that's and how Kragen a dog would like, act. Yeah, that's how a dog like, would <laughs> act. And Kraken was like, "Nope, not taking it back because it's true." It is. It, it, but, it, it uh, was so. It was so good. Uh, I, I liked Guardians three. Like I said, 8 out of 10. I thought it was great beginning to end. I wish someone would have died, but like the way they ended it and like sent people off on their own. Mantis is off on her own. Drax is on her own, his own with the kids and all that. I remember it's nice. I, it is nice. And I also just remember what I forgot two seconds ago. There you go. Guru was a badass in this movie. Oh, that, yeah. now, that, now that people call him the Giga Groot or Giga Chad, whatever, it was so cool when Peter was like, hold, hold these, you know what to do? And he just puts them inside of him. And then he's like, get the face off. It's, no, it's a trap. And he's like, all right, Groot, let's do it. And then he just takes them out and Groot just goes ham. Like, that was fucking badass. That was pretty good. That was like, oh, shit. 
I want to see Groot the. Um, uh, I think they called it an Alpha Groot or something. Uh, they call it Giga. Well, I what I've been hearing is to call him Giga Groot. No, I'm saying in the post credit scene. Oh, okay. he's oh like, yeah, Alpha. Boy, yeah, yeah kind of like a king crown a little bit. Yeah, I, I want to see that Groot in action. Like, forget <laughs> forget what we got. Like, he looks like he can mess some people up. So I, I'm he, here for that. I, apparently, it's not the same Groot that died in Galaxy 1. It's because it's an offspring. But, like, I, I love it. Also, at the end, Groot, we hear Groot speak saying, I love you guys. Very and, unsettling. Like, I don't know, a real, it's also Vin Diesel's voice. You guys yeah. can't remember. This Dom Toretto has gone rogue. <laughs> He's in Guardian. He he. Oh, can you imagine going to a theater uh, in um in a booth and just saying "I am Groot" for the Man, whole uh, and easiest paid? bag, easiest he, bag of all time. You can't fuck it up. You are Groot. I'm Groot. And apparently, at the end of the Guardians, when he says "I love you guys," we're supposed to finally understand what Groot's saying because the cat like. The whole Guardians can understand Groot. So when he says, I love you guys, we're supposed to finally understand Groot instead of him oh, saying, I am Groot. Man, we should have just started this podcast saying three words. And then I eventually people Groot. will catch on. And then, you know. Well, we it, can do it right now. And you can put it in the beginning of the um, thing, right? I'll just translate the whole thing. Two, one. I am Groot. Well, guys, thank you for listening. That was the whole podcast. That was the whole thing. I am and, good. you know, we just like to say thank you for joining us here on the Get Comfy Lowdown. You can catch every single Get Comfy show every single Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Network. I have been K-Lo, joined by the one and only. I am good. And we'll see you guys next time. I am good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.